0: So Amelia goes to the corner to this table and sees this man crawling out underneath the <laughs> table <laughs> and stands up and they kind of stare at each other for a minute. <laughs> and he's very handsome. And she's looking at him like,
1: what is happening?
0: Hello, you're listening to Worth the Read podcast. My name is Sarah.
1: And I'm Shannon.
0: We're sisters who love to read. So whether you're a hopeless romantic or a fantasy fanatic, you've come to the right place. We retell and review clean stories filled with high stakes, swooning moments, mysteries, plot twists, and oh, so much drama. But in the end, we only have one question to answer. Is this book worth the read? Listen to find out and don't forget to subscribe. We got to go to our first book club. Mm-hmm. Well, at least my first book club. Have you been in one before? No. Okay. I was, I was so excited my sister-in-law started it and she kind of arranged the whole thing. And we talked about, how many books did we talk about? Just two. Oh yeah, we just read two and then we talked about it and it was so fun. And the rule is in order to come, you have to bring a treat. Mm-hmm. And so we just did it with like my sister's-in-law and then one of my sister's sister and then you came and my mom came and we all talked about the books and it was so
1: fun. It was really fun. <laughs> We just kind of talked over each other the whole time because we were so excited. We were so excited. My <laughs> one of my other oh, Nanny, who's been on a podcast before,
0: she said she was so excited she couldn't sleep that night. <laughs> she was like, that she was, was so cute. I know it was so cute. She said she couldn't go to bed and she was up at like five, like until four in the
1: morning, like just couldn't sleep because she was so excited to talk about the books. <laughs> I'm like, same, but I can sleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your priorities are a little bit yeah. different. And- <laughs> It was so fun, and I I loved all the food that we had. Yeah. we had pumpkin bread from Great Harvest, mm-hmm. chocolate chocolate chip pumpkin bread, and then you brought fruit dip, which oh was my delicious. Gosh. It was so good. I ate once everybody really left. I like ate the rest. of it. Yeah,
1: no, I get it. And then I came home and had the rest of it. You but did, but I, I, yeah. yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. It was really really good, and yeah. it was so fun. I loved it, and I can't wait for the next. <laughs> we kind of outdid ourselves this time, though. Like. We have now, what, five books that we're trying to read? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> kind yeah. of exploded. I don't know where that happened. I thought we were doing two. I know. <laughs> it should be just one, but we're going to do it like every month. And so we just decided, I mean, we can eat, all of us can read enough. Like we can read yeah. that many books in a month. And I'm also kind of giving myself grace in that I'm not going to force myself to read a book if I don't have time or something. I can read some of the books, but I don't have to read all of them, you know? So I'm not too worried about like trying to read them all and especially because we have this podcast we might have to read other books on top of it so i'm like if i can't read one of the books or whatever it's okay so that was really fun that's kind of one thing that i was just so excited because i'm like i've never done a book club before you know i've always wanted to ha- be, be like be a part of a book club i really want to do a reading retreat have i talked to, to you about that before where i just want to like all of us to go to a cabin somewhere where it's beautiful no kids no distractions food
1: and reading like that yeah. sounds heavenly yeah i would I just... We should do that in like a hotel here. We could totally do it here. Yeah, we live just in Las buy, Vegas. like a big so... suite. Oh my gosh, let it! I've always wanted to go to the Bellagio. I've never stayed at the Bellagio. Bellagio. Yeah, right. Random. Why random? It just seems like it'd be so pretty. Oh, okay. Fountains. Fountains. I did it immediately and this... click it, and I was like, why? <laughs> judging it's kind of like you just said like the mgm i'm like okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> no the bellagio it's really pretty and yeah i that one... like the styles was nice just yeah. super fancy i've
1: always wanted to stay at the luxor why <laughs> just because i want to see what the angled room is like <laughs> have you ever been inside before
0: no it is weird i've been inside and it, it's like angled inside and it's like odd and
1: i don't get it <laughs> Uh, well, of course it's going to be angled. It's like <laughs> in a pyramid, but... <laughs> now this is, I don't know. I know. It just, like, blows my mind. I want to see. What? I don't know. I it's wondering. not, like, a great hotel. I no. know that. Yeah, it's kind of like... It's like staying at the Circus Circus. <laughs> I've never stayed at the Circus I circus. feel like I would get bugs. so... Bed bugs. Have yeah. you stayed at the Circus? Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> Probably. It's I mean, a mess. You're... I've seen people, like, on TikTok do it. Oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, don't do that. And then they go, and it's just as bad as I think. Dang. Like, the beds were clean, but, like, that's about it.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, anyways, one day, maybe we can get together and do Bellagio. That would yeah. be
1: really fun. We'll do that for a book club. We'll save up for it we'll for, like, a s- yes. months. Yes, and then we can all, how many beds are in a suite? I don't know, but they have, like, the couch with, like, a pull-out bed and stuff. Okay. Or someone could just, like, drive home. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, (laughs) the book that we're doing today is
0: Lakeshire Park by Megan Walker. As we promised. As we promised. And the last episode and what we've decided what we're going to do from now on is make sure we tell you what book we're doing next. So that way, if you want to read it before you listen to the podcast, you have that option so you can be prepared. And we're kind of moving at a slower pace than I'd like to. Like I'd like to get these podcasts out more often, but it's just kind of Right now it's just kind of difficult, especially since I'm like editing and that takes a long time. Sure. And then with life and everything, it kind of slows us down. But anyways, we're trying to get as many out as we possibly can. But if you want to read with us the next book, we'll tell you what the book we're doing next at the end of the podcast. And then you can be pre- prepared for the next episode that comes out. Uh, but Shore Park by Megan Walker. Let's read the back of the book. One thing too, that I like about this book is it's on Kindle Unlimited. So if you have Kindle Unlimited, it's free. For you to read. That's nice. Right now. I mean, I guess technically it's not for you, but anyways. All right. So this is what the back of the book says. It's Brighton, England, 1820. Amelia Moore is worried about her and her sister's future. With their stepfather's looming death, she knows they'll soon be on their own without an inheritance, home, or penny to their names. When an invitation arrives to join a house party at Lakeshire Park, Amelia is eager to encourage a match between her sister, Clara, and Sir Ronald. At least then she'll know her sister will be taken care of. Little does she know that another guest, Mr. Peter Wood, is after the same goal for his sister. Starting with a quarrel over a glove, Amelia and Peter begin a rivalry. <laughs> One that Amelia has no choice but to win, but competing against Peter and eventually playing by his rules makes Amelia vulnerable to losing the only thing she has left to claim, her heart. Cute. Oh, it's so cute. I do love that description. Yeah. It sounds so that's good. So, cute. so if you don't want any spoilers, I would get off now and then read the book because we're going into the spoiler section. So here we go. You've been warned. All right. So we start out with Amelia and Clara Moore. And like it says on the back of the book, it's she lives right now with her stepfather who is dying. Like he has an infection of the lungs or pneumonia or whatever it is. And because he like smokes. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. And so he is pretty much dying. And Amelia and Clara kind of know this is going to happen. But his her stepfather pulls Amelia in one day and is like, listen, you guys better figure stuff out because I'm not giving you anything. The only reason I took you in is for your mother. And I have no – I want to make – what did he say? He's like, I want to make sure that I, I have a clean conscience. I feel like I've done everything I could for you Which, when I meet your mother in heaven. I'm and like, like,
1: if I was the mother and he's like, I've taken care of you, but now you're cut off after I'm dead, Yeah, I'd be pissed. Yeah, but he also has other – Children, right? Like,
0: he has to take care yeah. of, them. So, he kind of, like, he gives them everything and not Amelia and Clara. And he's just, he's he's really rude to them. And they're just, anyways. So, they have no monies. And they got this invitation to go stay a fortnight, which is two weeks, by the way, with <laughs> Sir Ronald. And Clara, which is Amelia's sister, loves Sir Ronald. Well, she has, like, has affection for him. Mm-hmm. And so, she's really excited because she's like, okay, I really like him. I really want like this to happen with him. And so Amelia, knowing that her father, her stepfather is going to die and that Clara likes him, is like, okay, perfect, let's go. And I'm, we're going to try to get them together. That way she's taken care of because he has his whole family and estate and all that stuff and yeah. can take care of her. And so when they leave, they're not given much money and they go on their way to go stay at Sir Ronald's house. On their way there, one of the stops... Clara left her gloves and they don't have gloves and it's not, it's not proper to not have gloves. Mm -hmm. And so they have to stop to go to like a shop where they sell gloves. And so Amelia goes in there and she talks to the store worker and he's like, our glove maker has left and we don't have, or retired or whatever. And we don't have any more gloves. I might have one more, the sample left, but it's in the back corner. I'll come help you in a minute. So Amelia goes to the corner to this table and sees this man crawling out underneath the table (laughs) and stands up and they kind of stare at each other for a minute (laughs) and he's very handsome
1: and she's looking at him like what is happening? I still think that's so weird. I was like why? I thought it would like foreshadow like his weird character. It doesn't. He's just on the floor underneath the table, (laughs) just crawls out like a creature. I'm like, okay. (laughs) But he comes out and he's holding a pair of gloves.
0: And she's like, I just came to look for the pair of gloves. He goes, oh, you mean these gloves? And she's like, yes. And she's like, I will buy them from you. I need them for my sister. And yada, yada, yada. He goes, well, I can't give them to you because I need them for my sister. And they kind of have this quarrel over the gloves and she's like, you are not being a gentleman. Like I need these gloves. And he's like, I'm sorry I'm getting these for my sister and you can't have them. And so she's like so upset with him and he goes to check out. And in that conversation, he learns of her name. I don't know how the conversation goes, but he learns of her name, Amelia, because that's all she was willing to tell him. So she walks up with him. He's checking out. And he leaves and he says, Okay, good day, Miss Amelia, and he leaves and then the store clerk is like, And here you go, miss. And it's a big old bag full of ribbons. And she's like, Well, I'm not I'm not buying that. Like, first off I can't afford it. And he goes, No, it's already paid for, the gentleman just paid it for you. So he bought her a whole bag of ribbons and she's like, Ugh! Oh. Oh my heavens. <laughs> I was like, I don't want your ribbons. Yeah, she takes them. She, she does take them. Yeah, she takes them and she goes back into the carriage and has to tell her sister that there is no more gloves left. But she gives her sister her gloves and she just decides to go without. She's like, Well, my sister looks needs to look proper, especially since she's trying to win a match. And it doesn't matter. I can just I can go without. Finally they get to Sir Ronald's residence. Um, what's his last name? Demsworth? Yeah, Demsworth. And they meet um, the mom and she's like, I've heard so much about you. And her sister Clara is already getting along with her mom really well. Mm-hmm. And then they see Sir Ronald and, and he's like so excited to see Clara. And they're like, oh yeah, we have the woods here as well. Peter, who is the one who stole the last pair of gloves. <laughs> Amelia runs into him in the hallway And they have kind of a conversation. He's like, Amelia. And she's like, you're not allowed to call me by my first name. Well, you told me to call you by your first name. You wouldn't give me any other name. And so they kind of have this argument. And he notices that she is not wearing any gloves. And he apologizes to her. He's like, I'm sorry. I feel like I've been not a gentleman in buying these for you. I really needed them for my sister and yada, yada, yada. And then she goes on her way. She gets changed. And later in the evening, she's starting to notice as everybody's kind of getting along. And this is supposed to be like a casual gathering. Like Sir Ronald wanted just his friends to come. So it's not as proper as it usually would be in, in another setting. But it's more casual this time around. Mm-hmm. And so then they get together and they're kind of talking still. And Amelia's noticing that Peter is pushing his sister Georgiana towards Sir Ronald. At any chance he can get. And it leaves Clara with no opening or opportunity to speak with Sir Ronald. And Clara kind of knew, and she mentioned it before, that she knew Miss Wood, Mrs. Wood, Georgiana, likes him as well. But she's kind of, like, annoying. And, like, so there's competition there with Clara and Georgiana. And so as they have dinner and they kind of are having this conversation. So Georgiana he met-
1: just wants...
0: Sir Ronald, right? Whatever. But Clara needs the money, but she also likes him because yeah, Amelia, it's not just money. M- Amelia tells her sister, or she doesn't tell her sister about how dire need they are of this to work. Yeah, because she wants her to fall in love, just to fall in love, not to have, not to try to chase after any money or anything like that. Yeah,
1: I like that Amelia kind of shields her from it, but Clara's not totally ignorant. She knows that um, yeah, her uncle. Is that, much hates them,
0: yeah, and, and they, she knows that they're not going to. Really they won't get, get money, yeah. She just doesn't dead. know how how soon how, that's going to happen. How soon it's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How soon he might be dying? Uh, so Amelia sacrifices in her mind. She's sacrificing herself so that Clara can have this, and then yeah, she's really sweet,
1: yeah. So, but you can totally see that Ronald sincerely likes Clara because they. She mentioned being friends uh, when they met in, in like, the like her season, yeah. yeah, and it was like. You could tell like it was a cute friendship that they had already formed and you yeah. can see that when they meet and stuff. And they so. meet, and
0: he's genuinely excited that she's there and uh-huh. he does like to talk with her and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, we do. Peter does mention in the first meeting that he's wealthy. So they are um, the next day Sir Ronald is like, we're going to take a tour, but Amelia sleeps in. She kind of sleeps in a lot, and I think that's funny. I (laughs) can relate. (laughs) Yes, you do like to sleep in. So the next day, everybody's out on a tour, and she slept in, and she needs to catch up with them, so she goes with the servant carriage because they're going to have a picnic, and the servants are bringing them food. So she goes in that servant carriage and goes all the way to where they are for this picnic, and... When she's there, she talks to her sister and asks Clara, how's it going? And she goes, it's, it's great, and I don't mind. I have a great conversation with Sir Ronald and Mrs. Wood, but Mr. Wood keeps interfering and swaying the conversation about Mrs. Wood. He keeps trying to talk about Georgiana. And so that's driving, that's making Clara annoyed. And so she's like, please, can you just, I know he's awful and annoying, but can you distract him? And so Amelia is like, oh, fine, okay. So she sits down on a blanket and Peter's walking back somewhere else and she calls to him and has him come sit with her and they have a conversation while they're eating. And just having, like, I don't know, normal conversation. And she's trying to be flirtatious almost, but she, like, feels awkward with it. Because she's like, "Uh, you know, I don't really like him or anything like that. She's trying to keep him there as long as possible. As long as possible. And then they they finish eating, and the tour continues on, and they're supposed to go up this hill. Well, Amelia stays with Peter and kind of slows down just so that he's away (laughs) from everybody. I like this next scene. And they go up this hill. And so Amelia's like, okay. I'm going to try to make it so we're super delayed. And so she pretends to get like really fainty and out of breath. And he's like, okay, well, would you like me to carry you? And she's like, Oh no, no, no. Like, don't touch me, you know. And he's like, "Well, I can carry you if you're so out of breath." And then she's like, "No, it's okay." And they have this banter about him not being a gentleman. He's like, "Well, if I'm not a gentleman, then I'll just pick you up without your approval." Right. And so he goes to like grab her. She's like, "No!" And then she goes up the hill. And then he pretends to grab her again. And she runs up
1: the hill. And they do this <laughs> all the way up the hill till they so get to the. She's just h- running up the hill. And she was all pretending that she was out of breath. And now she's like running up the hill. Yeah, she's running. And he gets <laughs> to the top. He goes. This is what out of breath feels like <laughs> he's like you need just you can use this
0: research for next time you want to pretend like you're out of yeah, breath yeah and so and she's he, all like oh! <laughs> yeah he caught her in the act and so funny and they have like a, a like they just are talking through the whole thing it's kind of funny banter the whole time the banter the whole time so then later that evening they're having dinner and after dinner when they're, they're all gathered together Amelia sees that Peter has isolated Clara from the group and he's talking with her. And she's like, oh, I know what he's doing. I know he's trying to get her away. So she marches over there and he's like, I need to speak with Mr. Wood. Clara, you go get out of here. (laughs) And so Clara takes her leave and goes to talk with everybody else. and, And Amelia pretty much, they get into a conversation and she's like, I know what you're doing. Do not talk to Clara again. And they have an open conversation about both of their intentions of wanting to get their sisters with Sir Ronald. And so she's like, I need you not to interfere. And he's like, well, I, okay, I will stop interfering. I will let this be a natural thing for them if you give me something. And she's like, okay, well, what, like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want your company every single afternoon for the rest of our stay. And in her mind, she's thinking, oh, I have to get Claire this match. Like we are literally destitute. Like I, this is our only chance. They, I can already tell that like, he likes her. I need this to work. So she agrees to go with Peter every single afternoon if he will stop interfering and letting it be and letting them have their time together. So she agrees. The next day, so as they, I like that they have like games at the every, almost every evening. That was cute. So one of the games for this night, after that conversation, they play blind men's bluff, which is one person wears a blindfold and then everybody's like moving around the room and with the blindfold, the person with the blindfold. It's kind of like
1: Marco Polo. yeah, Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so she has to try to find somebody. They're being quiet, and so she says, "Like catch somebody." And then once you catch them, you have to like feel. Sorry, I'm like touching you. I, know. <laughs> I was like really not necessary, but <laughs> I'm like feeling her to show you guys, but you can't see. <laughs> so you have to feel them <laughs> to like take a guess at who it is, and then if you win, that person you guessed with the right guess has to do the next round. So, the first person who goes is Georgiana. She catches Sir Ronald. Of course. And then she feels on him and guesses it right. Then he does it, and he catches Amelia thinking it's Clara, so he was wrong. Oh, I guess she did play the next round after that. Whatever. I don't remember the rules of the game. Anyways, so it was Amelia, so then it was Amelia's turn.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't know.
0: I don't... Yeah. Maybe Whatever. I said the rules wrong. But <laughs> so then Amelia goes, and she catches Peter. <laughs> Scandal. <laughs> the scandal. She feels on him. It was cute because she was like touching his face
1: and like his neck. And oh, stuff. and there was one
0: point she's talking out loud. She goes, "Well, it's not. It's not the because there's like a lieutenant there. She felt for the um the what are the medals, medals on her his jacket. She's like, well, you're not the lieutenant. Mm-hmm. And then she feels the face and she's like, okay, there's no stubble because I I noticed that sir blah 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 has a shave tonight, and so it's not him. And then. And then someone was laughing and she goes, oh, I must be taking too long. So Peter... I think she
1: touched... His hair, too. Like well, that was at her. the end, but
0: he grabs her hand, puts it on his face, and <gasps> shakes his head, no, so she knows that, no, you're not taking too long. So cute. And then she goes up to his head and she's like, because he has, like, curly hair, mm-hmm. and so she feels the curls, and then she guesses, it's Peter,
1: and then she was right. And then she's all, like, embarrassed because she was all touching him, and she's know. not supposed to touch him like that. Oh, uh, I'm sure he loved it. Yeah. Um, It was cute.
0: So, after that game, they all just kind
1: of go to bed. Oh, and then this is when they...
0: I should just follow my notes and I wouldn't be so yeah, out of honestly. order. <laughs> this is actually... After that game is when they, then they come up with that bargain. Oh, so yeah. I apologize about that switch, but... Um, Doesn't matter. Much. <laughs> the next day, they are having breakfast or something and... They're like, okay, for this evening, we're going to go and do this for the afternoon. And Peter's like, oh, I'm sorry, but me and Amelia can't go because we're doing charity work. <laughs> and Amelia's like, yes, he's right. We, we, we have to stay behind. And he's like, yes. Um, oh, Sir Ronald. Sir Ronald and Mr. Peter are old friends, by the way. And so Sir Ronald is like, oh, how noble of you, Peter, to do charity work and all this stuff. And then, um, so it's their time to get together and is like, what do you have in plan? And so they ride horses out to some distance where they're going to pick blackberries for the cook. So he takes her to the blackberry bushes and they're picking bushes picking the bushes together gathering a whole bunch of blackberries and she's just like taking her time and she's eating a whole bunch of them (laughs) Just so funny (laughs) same i know i would do the same thing so she's eating all the blackberries (laughs) and like is is slowing down her gathering process Mm -hmm. so he like teases her about that and then later when he they're picking he accidentally gets a thorn in his hand and Amelia says i will let me help you i do this for my sister all the time so she takes a look at it, and she goes, you can close your eyes, if it hurts too much. And she, like, pulls the thorn out. And then, like she does with her sister, she kisses the wound, like kisses the boo-boo, you know? And and she's like, <gasps> I'm so sorry. And she instantly apologizes and is embarrassed because she kissed him. She's like, what was I thinking? Like, why did I kiss him? And he was funny. He's like, well, if it makes you feel better, I'll kiss you so that, so that we're even. And he's like, I promise I'll think of my sister, and I won't even think of you. And like, it was funny so she's embarrassed and they're like teasing each other and it's really cute. Then they go back home. So later that evening when they're all together, Mrs. Demsworth, which is Sir Ronald's mother, is chatting with all the ladies. The ladies are all gathered and she asks a question about like, well, what do you think of marriage? Like what's the point of marriage to you and all this stuff? And Georgiana says her thing of like, oh, it's love and blah, blah, blah. And Amelia says, I think... It's more than that. And I think it's some.
1: It's a very kind of critical view of marriage. It's like it's a partnership. It's a transaction. Transaction, Yeah. Yeah. She's like, it's mostly a transaction and blah, blah, blah. And. Benefit from it. The women are protected, kind of thing, and are provided for. And the men um, have like a partnership, a companionship kind of thing. Yeah. And so, you can see that the mom's, like... She's kind of listening. She's, yeah. she's analyzing Very this. Very intrigued by what she's saying. And she's like, huh. And then, like... There's a you reason see, she's it. approves by whatever Amelia's saying. Yes. And you're like, hmm, I wonder why she's... Like, like why she asked that. that. But so does Amelia. She, oh, she says... I
0: forgot about this. Mrs. Demsworth says, I am trying to help a friend of mine yeah. get married. And I'm looking for advice about what do you think marriage is and blah, blah, blah. So, she knows that. And Amelia gives this response that seems to appease Mrs. Demsworth. Yeah. And, but in this conversation too, it leads to like, well, how did your parents get together? Like, how did they meet and all this stuff? Because both of yeah. Amelia's parents are dead and her parents got together because of a scandal. Oof. Yeah, so she, but Amelia plays it off as though it was a romantic thing, like her. So not to be shamed, by not her. to be not. Yeah, she. It was kind of an embarrassing. Think embarrassing thing for her. Her mom and her dad were found on a balcony at a veranda on the veranda at some ball ball, and they were kissing, and that's how the scandal happened. And so she plays it as it was a romantic
1: thing that they just couldn't keep them hands off each other. Yeah, they loved yeah. each other, but it really, kind of wasn't really that way. I don't know. Yeah, she was. It was like a mistake. The mom was heartbroken of, over somebody else, and he just happened to be there comforting her kind of thing. Yeah. And so... It really wasn't yeah. as the way that she played it out to be. And so all the ladies heard that. And, and Georgiana takes special notice of it. Yes. That's important. <laughs> it plays later. And she's like, well, could it be so bad? And like, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, it's still a scandal, but like, it's worth it if it's for love and blah, blah, blah. So it makes it seem like it's not as bad.
0: Yeah. So the next day, Peter has them for the afternoon go together to go for a, a ride on horses. And they go see a baby horse. <laughs> it's so cute. So the mom horse is summer and the baby horse is winter. And they are seeing this horse. And they're, like, joking together, kind of getting along in this moment, Peter and Amelia. And they're just talking about this horse. And they're
1: kind of being silly together. And it's really cute. Yeah. And then when they come back, okay, go ahead, keep going. Well, so she forms like a bond with the horse because Peter's like running around and playing with the horse and stuff like that because the horse is super wild. And then Amelia ends up playing together. And so they have a cute little moment there but now she's like super attached to this baby horse. Yeah, she loves the baby horse.
0: So then the next day, Amelia's like,
1: I am going to wake up early. <laughs> it's me every day of my life. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna wake up early tomorrow. And then yeah. And then you're like, but anyway, she manages to wake up early
0: and she finds Mrs. Demsworth like like she's been sleeping, like she woke up in her little sleep and she's like panicking, almost kind of frantic. And she finds out that all the men were gone because in the middle of the night, during like a storm, the fence broke and a lot of their livestock have escaped. And so all the men went out to try to get the livestock back. They're worried about the men and things like that. Well, later on, as time progresses and all the women are up, a butler comes and relays a message that the baby horse is missing, the winter horse. And Amelia has this instant connection with the horse and must go find it. So Amelia is worried because she's it's it's winter, the horse that she loves. And so she's she decides to like sneak out And she goes, takes the mom horse out for a ride to try to find the baby horse. And so she goes and finds this baby horse and right when she sees it, it starts to like stumble and wobble and then fall on the ground. So she goes over to the baby horse and all, and then the men find her there at the same moment and are like, oh no, the horse is dying. This isn't for a woman's eyes. Like you can't see all this. And she's like, yeah. and she she realizes that there were some- What was on the ground? Wal-like walnuts. Walnuts on the ground. And she goes, oh my gosh, check the horse's mouth. And they're like, no, it's,
1: the, it's, it's dead. dead. It's already, yeah. yeah.
0: Nobody's listening to her, but Peter finally list, like listens to her and checks the mouth. And it was choking, the, yeah. the baby horse was choking. So they're able to move the walnut. And are able to save the horse, and yeah. so so Peter admires her affection for the horse and her like she went and it's not like it's not ladylike of her to go do all of this, but yeah, she yeah, and it then anyways. to stand
1: up to all of the men that were there, especially the host of the party. Yeah, she's like, no, check yes. them out. <laughs> yes, so he
0: he fa- he found that fascinating and like kind of respected her for that. And so they are able to walk back, and then later that day, she wants to go check on the horse, and Peter's there in the stall. And in this moment, when they're both in there in the stall talking to the horse, I kind of always love these stall scenes for some I, reason. No, <laughs> right? Like even in what is it? Blackmore? Is it Blackmore? No, what is it? No, no, no. no. In Edenbrook. Uh-huh. those are, well, those are my favorite scenes. Anyways, these mm. stall scenes—I mm, don't know what it is. <laughs> horse manure. <laughs> Anyways, they are in the stall, and he wants to ask her questions. He's like, "I want. I have two questions for you." And so they have conversations. Um, He talks about his father and like his like his childhood growing up and his father has died and he doesn't have a relationship with his mother because he kind of resents his mother and then Amelia talks about her life and how ha- and her whole history and how her stepfather is her her stepfather is gonna die and she has nothing and like all the stuff well when Amelia gets back to the house she gets a late a letter from her stepfather's servant pretty much saying it's going to be any day now like it's gonna be like any minute And then she gets another letter also from the stepfather saying, like, I already have your things packed. It's going to be sent to this place, and you can pick them up when I'm gone. Like, when I die, you go pick them up, and you're on your own. Good luck. Yeah,
1: and the butler uh, who sent the letter is like, don't even try coming back and, like, trying to convince him. I've talked to him. Like, he's not going to change his mind yeah so prepare yourself he's trying to be nice to her
0: so after that moment Amelia is
1: like oh my gosh like it's
0: yeah there's there's nothing to go back to like I literally have to start planning for the future because I have nowhere to go yeah so she goes and she asks for Mrs. Demsworth and she says listen (laughs) she tells Mrs. Demsworth everything and she's like I just want to ask you if you know of any connections of work that I can get do you know of anybody who's hiring any really like good places like I, I gotta work I have no Future and she goes. Actually, (laughs) I thought of you, especially after your your response on what marriage is, is because I have my nephew who his wife has died and he's looking for a marriage of convenience because he has daughters and he just needs a wife to help him run everything. He's getting high strong. He can't do it by himself anymore, and he's looking for a wife. And I already thought you were perfect. So if you are interested, we can we can write to him at once. We'll have him come and meet you. Of course, at first. We'll invite him to dinner, you can meet him, and you can decide. So she makes
1: it clear that he does not want to fall in love again. He pretty much has a closed-off heart. He just needs He just needs someone, a a companion, to help him
0: run life. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. So and Amelia's like, well, that's I guess that's better than nothing. (laughs) you know, and so better than her having to go work and stuff like that. So she She's like, okay, yeah, have him come. So now Amelia knows, all right, well, I can marry this man. And that'll secure, because he's very wealthy. So that'll secure me and Clara if things don't go well with Sir Ronald. Mm -hmm. So that's a good plan. So Miss Denver sends out the the letter and his name is David Pendleton. And Amelia doesn't want to tell Clara about any of that because she wants to wait to meet him, like, first. Because she doesn't want to tell her about him if she doesn't even end up marrying him. So, one of the next evenings, Amelia and Peter go for a ride. They're always going for horse rides. Yeah. (laughs) And they end up into getting stuck in the mud. (laughs) And Peter loses his, like, watch. Like, his watch falls out of his pocket. And so, he jumps down, and he's in the mud, and he's looking for it. And he's like, don't get down, Amelia. He goes, no, that's ridiculous. And so, she gets down off of the horse. And together in the mud, they're both looking for his watch. (laughs) And they end up kind of having, like, a mud fight. And they, like, get each other really muddy (laughs) in the mud. And so then they go; they need to walk to, like, the river to clean off before they go back. So they go and they clean off. Peter talks about his watch and how it was his dad and how it reminds him of, like, you don't have, like, time is
1: not granted. Sentimental, yeah, because his father died prematurely kind of thing. Yeah. And he thinks they didn't spend a lot of time together, even though... His People dad wanted was his always, attention. yeah. Peter
0: wanted his dad was always working because he needed to provide for his like mom who yeah. was spending money all the time and all this yeah. stuff. And so he just and he and anytime his mom was gone and his dad was around, he loosened up and became more happy and all this stuff. It's kind of really sad. Yeah. But he was talking about that um, when they're at the river and as they're cleaning off and everything. Then they walk back to the house and as Missus Demsworth and Georgiana find them.
1: Yeah, because they're kind of trying to sneak back because. They don't want anybody to see them. She's a mess. They're both a mess. mess. And that would be kind of scandalous. Yeah. But yeah, Georgiana finds them and she's like, oh! Yeah. She goes, well, I'm not surprised. It's probably Peter's fault, you know that night they
0: they're after dinner and everything they play a game and i don't know what they called this one but it's a game where it's boys against girls and one person from each side goes into the middle and they have to make it make the other person smile like you can't laugh you can't smile or you lose the game and the best way to do it and it's funny because when the girls are huddled together they're like you have to flirt you have to flirt so that he'll laugh and all this stuff and so and it ends up being peter who she's up against so it's peter and amelia they go first and and oh georgiana tells her before she she goes into the game she's like, he's ticklish. So like tickle him if you can get him right around the neck. Like, like his collarbone. Yeah. Like his collarbone. And so she's like, well, let me, your, your, cravat looks terrible. Let me redo it for you. So she like tries to tickle him as she's redoing his cravat. He doesn't laugh. Or he anything. like stiffens up. So you know that he's ticklish, yeah. but they, yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't laugh. laugh. And so she redoes his cravat and it's terrible. It's like it's terrible. a huge, obnoxious, like bow thing. And it's like ridiculous. Still doesn't laugh and then he's like, Well, let me let me read your palm. I'm a mind a palm reader. Yeah. So, so she takes off her gloves and he's like looking at her palm and is like you're going what does he say you're gonna marry? You're gonna marry Basically
1: you have a, lot, a strong love line and you have a strong like love that. line and it's cute and then it's like pretty much anything to like get a reaction out of her.
0: Yeah. They're, was, tr- yeah. they're both trying to get a reaction out of each other. Oh, he's like, Well, if you ever just want to know if a man like or if you want something about winking. What does he say about winking? Like if <laughs> if you if he, I, <laughs> to
1: encourage your Affection. Oh, if you want to ever encourage an affection, you must wink. That's yeah sign. Oh, that was so cute. Because he was like trying to be like, if you want to encourage a man's affection, these are what you do. It's kind of like he's saying that he wants her to encourage his affection because he has no idea how she. Feels yeah, about him. So he's like, "Well, you got to do this." And then if you really want to push it, like you can wink. You can wink at him, and then at the and end, he knows he's she's gonna do that to him. Yeah,
0: so he's like waiting for her to
1: wink. But he does she wink at him? She winks at she him. She winks, but then
0: she breaks. But then he like <laughs> she's like, "Oh, this is this is so ridiculous." Know, his face, she winks at him, but his face kind of like drops. Like he, goes, he's like, oh, he's in his mind. You know, he's thinking like, "Oh, is she serious?" Like he's kind of like, <laughs> like his face drops. and He gets so serious that she starts laughing because she winked at him and caused that reaction out of she's him. Like, this is so ridiculous. And then she starts laughing. So she, they lost, and all the girls are like, and all the guys are like, yay, we, huzzah, we won. No, I'm just kidding. I'm okay. <laughs> I, don't <Huzzah>. think, <laughs> I don't think they say huzzah, but they say, <laughs> victory, we win. And, she, and the girls are like, oh, that's cheating, and like all this stuff. And so then they, um, they're they like, well, we're going to go look at the ball gowns. Because they have a, a ball coming up at, near at the end of their estate. <laughs> and so they're like, we're leaving. And so they they're all leaving. The yeah, all the guys in the room. are like,
1: no, please stay. And they're like, no. And all the girls are holding a grudge. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It was really funny. Because <laughs> so, like. All the guys there are the same ish age, yeah, and all the girls are kind of the same age too. So it's like they're all kind of interested in each other, if that makes sense. Yeah. Besides Peter and Clara, they're like, or Amelia, they're like together. But <laughs> yeah. but so they're kind of leaving. But Peter's Which, like, wait, 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 wait. We totally um. What do we skip? The I love the part when um, the general or whoever lieutenant lieutenant yeah. takes Amelia into the instead dinner. Of Peter, yeah. Instead of Peter, before Peter can get to her, and he like walks around and he He's all put out. He like they sit down at the table and then Peter comes right across from Amelia, and he's like all grumpy and stuff. and He like sits down. <laughs> <laughs> he's just grumpy because he didn't he didn't, he get, didn't get to, get take, to her take her, her. It's so funny. <laughs> well, after there's this, just so many moments like that that I love. It's just like shows how Peter's feeling or like he's a little bit jealous and stuff. And I'm yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah, it's cute.
0: And there's, after the game, when all the girls are leaving, Peter's like, well, hang on. And he talks to her. And then before she leaves, he winks at her. And this isn't part of the game. And so Amelia's
1: like, Amelia's thinking, oh, he winked at me, you know? Yeah. And so she's kind of starting to admit that she might have some feelings for Peter. Yes. Some good, happy feelings. (laughs) Good, happy feelings. And then they go up to the room, start looking
0: at dresses. And they go to look at dresses for the ball. And then in this conversation, Ugh. Stinkin' Georgiana, this little brat. Stinker. Is taught, pretty much tells them, Sir Ronald has no money because his father was a gambler and he has a while before his farm can turn around so that they can actually make some profits. Like he needs to get things turned around and it's gonna be a while before that. So he can't like, he, he really needs to marry for money. And she says her brother also needs to marry for money. Because he's kind of in the same situation. And so Amelia's like, oh, I thought he said he had money, but I guess he doesn't. And so he won't even look. He's only looking to marry for money. He's not even going to look at anybody else who has money. And Amelia's like, oh, well, I obviously have nothing. So we can't be a thing. She's thinking, well, it's a good thing that I have David Pendleton coming because I have nothing. And I can't. Peter's not even an option and all this kind of stuff, which is actually
1: a lie. And so. Okay, I kind of. Okay. Did you zone out a little bit? Okay. And then it just sounded wrong. Okay. Continue. I'll apologize if that's wrong. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: all right, so then the evening after dinner and things like that, uh, Amelia plays piano on this beautiful, beautiful song, and it reminds her of her father and things like that. And she she's kind of emotional after this moment. So she sneaks out and goes outside. And Peter comes and finds her. And when they're having this conversation, they're alone in the dark outside. He gives her a gift and she opens it and it's three pairs (laughs) of gloves and it's so cute and it's so sweet and he wants and oh and they they have a dance and she's joking with him he's like well if you if we were to dance together we wouldn't ever stop dancing and so they end up dancing without music alone together doing the waltz and it's like super intimate and she's thinking like oh my gosh I can't do this like she realizes she has feelings for him but she can't lead him on and he wants to in that moment he wants to tell her how he feels and she's like no I can't yeah. no she shuts you him down you can see
1: like he starts to get kind of like vulnerable and he's like about to tell her and he's like, all shy and stuff and yeah it was so cute <laughs> and she this is what she said she's like even if one of our sisters is going to get Sir Ronald and
0: the, the other sister who doesn't get him won't want us tied together yeah because they have to be in each other's
1: lives forever forever
0: so. and that would they don't they there's too many hardships there and yeah. we can't do it for he's like i disagree i think that we can still you and i can have a, a thing together and she's like no and she pretty much just turns him down and she's like i don't want to hear what you have to say and
1: like walks off which is so sad she yeah. leaves peter there yeah you can see his little heart's just broken it is broken it's so <laughs> We love an emotionally available man. Yes.
0: <laughs> so the next morning, Amelia wakes up late again. <laughs> 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 and she goes outside yeah. and finds that all of them are doing, all the men are doing a fishing competition. And they're fishing in their little pond and the
1: women are sitting. And are like, Peter won't look at her. Was not making eye contact with her. He looks all sad and stuff. And she's like, is he mad at me? And, and she's, she's like, s- just look at me. And he's like, not looking at He under. won't look it at her. <laughs> so dramatic no no it really is
0: (laughs) (laughs) so then they are doing this competition and whoever gets the biggest fish wins an evening at the opera and they get to take one guest of, of their choice yeah And, of course, Peter wins. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) He gets the biggest fish, and he decides to take – he wants to take Amelia if she chooses to go. And Amelia's like – everybody's looking at her, and she goes, yes, of course. I'd love to go. And he goes, okay, then I'll take my sister as a chaperone. Yeah. So he takes sister and Amelia, and they go to
1: this opera. Or it's actually – it's a symphony. It's not an opera. It's a symphony. And this is the first time when they're driving to the symphony that, because Georgiana's kind of made it clear that she, like, doesn't really like Amelia just yeah. because, like, Because of the, the sister, situation yeah. and all stuff. But, but this is the first time they kind of bond. Yeah, Amelia gets her to be,
0: like... She, Amelia gets to have, it was part of kind of one of the bargains that they did. She gets to have Peter do anything for her any favor for her I think oh, it's a favor yeah, yeah, yeah. of her choosing and she hasn't used it yet and so her and Georgiana are like hmm what should we have him do, they're coming do up together they're coming up they're <laughs> conniving together yeah, and they're and kind of ridiculous and Peter's like no and here's like oh this is the worst idea yeah, ever yeah. <laughs> and so they're kind of bond a little bit over that well after the symphony they talk about all the music and they love the music and afterwards she sees her stepfather's relatives it's either a sister or brother and they see her there and they're like what are you doing here and they're just like so rude to her yeah like so rude and so she says hurtful things and Peter stands up for her and he's like don't you dare talk to her
1: like this and da 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 and she's like you have no money basically like along the lines of like you're not worthy to be her yeah and so so Peter's like, don't talk to her like that. Yeah. Like, you don't even know. And, and so and then he's like, here, come on, let's go. So they Peter stops
0: it, and then they leave, and she just starts breaking down, crying in the carriage. And he wants to go and comfort her, but then Georgiana's like, that's not appropriate. And then so she comforts her in <laughs> he the carriage. And Peter's like, out of sorts, because he's like, I want to do something, but he can't. <laughs> and, and so Georgiana kind of like rubs her like shoulder, her back or something while she's crying. The next morning, he knows that, like, she went to bed really sad. Like, as soon as they got back, she went straight to her room, and Peter feels so bad for her. The next morning, he leaves her a note and says, this is my favorite combination of tea that I had special, specially made for you and, and blackberries. And he has them <laughs> bring her that with this little cute letter, and he's like, I'm taking the ladies out shopping so you aren't bothered this morning. And it's so sweet. Like, it's the sweetest thing. He takes them out. Well, that morning is also when David Pendleton arrives. And so they are introduced when she comes down and they go for a walk to kind of get to know each other. And it's kind of, it's just kind of awkward because he's like, well, I guess if we're gonna, considering marriage, we should talk to each other with our first names, so, you know? And he he tells her blatantly, this is just a marriage of convenience. I, I just need help. He's like, well, okay, as long as you agree to provide for my sister as well so that she can have a season and all the stuff. I'm like, okay, and they're having this walk. Well, Peter comes back with the girls <gasps> and Amelia's like panicking because, Nobody knows that she's meeting to get pretty much see if she wants to get married to David. Yeah, and so Clara comes over and she's like, Amelia, like, what is this? Like, what's going on? And so Amelia's like, you're gonna marry? It. Like, you're here to talk to uh, David, and and Peter's there, kind of like watching this whole thing and is like so confused by it. And then David's like, well, come on, let's go for our ride. And so Amelia and David go off for the ride and she leaves Peter behind, who's like super confused and like oh, kind of hurt. That hurt. That, that hurt. hurt heart again. Again. I was like, no! <laughs> and,
1: and Amelia's just like, please, Clara, we'll talk about this later. Like, stop talking about it right now. And so they go off for a yeah, ride. Yeah, because Amelia's like, nobody can know about our situation kind of thing. Yeah.
0: And she doesn't want Clara to know either because she doesn't want it to affect uh, Clara's courting well not even really courting but like they're her and sir ronald like she doesn't want it to affect that so anyways they they go off for the ride and at the ride he they talk and he's like i just want you to know like there's no one who can replace my wife i love my wife it would just be friendship that we would have together like nothing more like yeah. i just you know and amelia's like okay you know i yeah, it's I can fine deal with that <laughs> you know i need the money this so it's really sad it's so sad i don't literally don't know what, I don't know what I would do. No, seriously. Like, if I had uh, to just marry and then not ever have a relation, oh, so sad. Yeah. Anyways, so they they get back David is invited to stay for dinner. They have dinner. <laughs> they have dinner. And then he's like, well, I'm, I must take my leave. And he stands up and he's like, uh, Amelia, can I have a word with you? <laughs> and Peter stands straight up out of his chair. <laughs> and, and Georgiana pulls him back down in his seat.
1: And, and so Amelia has to That's go. That's my favorite part of the entire book. <laughs> he's like, Amelia, will you come talk to me? And Peter's like, uh! he stands no. up right away, getting like ready defensive. And
0: then Georgiana's like, <laughs> Georgiana's like no 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 it's like settle down so he sits back down and um (laughs) they go together and she talks with David and he's like I want to I want to and extend I would like to propose to you but don't answer me right away and I agree to your terms just send me a letter when you've thought it over no like no rush just let me know what you think and he even said like when he first met her like you're beautiful like I didn't I honestly didn't think I'd be talking to someone pretty yeah
1: and she thinks that David's handsome yeah like. So they're they're okay they're decent like you know
0: matches yeah kind of in that aspect yeah but anyways he was like you don't have to rush when this when this fortnight is over you can come and stay with my relatives in this town so he's offering a place for her to stay until things are kind of figured out for them and then if they get married she can move in with them so that's really thoughtful of him oh and he kisses her hand and even the look on his face was like, he's kind of like hesitant about it. But yeah. so after he leaves, Amelia's like, I, I'm going to my room. She doesn't go back to meet everybody. And Clara comes up and he's like, she's like, why didn't you tell me anything? And they have this open conversation about it. She finally tells him, she's like, I just want you to like marry for love and all this stuff. He goes, well, you can't just, you're not letting me have a say. Like, let me be a part of this too. That's my future too. And so they talk about that. The next day, okay, so the next day when Amelia finds Peter, they have a conversation and Peter's all grumpy. And she tells him that she hasn't accepted him yet. Like, if she marries him, it's literally only for the money. And Peter's kind of defensive. He's like, well, that's wrong of your stepfather. I'm going to go right over there and we'll convince him to, like, change, you know, his mind. And she goes, no, no, no. Like, literally, I, I, I... I don't want to get into that like i have this option and i don't love him but i i would marry david for the money and peter's like okay like he's just kind of listening to this conversation and he doesn't like it and he's not happy about it and finally they the ball comes and arrives and i'm skipping a lot here but we're gonna jump forward to the kind of all just the same stuff the same stuff where he's like not happy but he's they still talk to each other and stuff so they go they go to the ball and peter and amelia dance because she's she's like i want to be able to enjoy this you know time with him our friendship you know is great and i don't want to lose that just because i might be getting married like i want to enjoy this with you and so they they agree they dance and everything and they're having a good time and then he takes her. he's like i need a breath let's go out to the balcony let's go get some fresh air they go to get some fresh air and they're talking and he finds out what amelia believes is that he has no money and he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, your sister said. And he goes, My sister, that's a complete lie. I I'd already told you I have a lot of money. <laughs> and so and then the, and she's like, oh, okay. And then he's like, here, let's go, let's go to the garden. And he, I wanted to show you the garden. And so they go into the garden, and pretty much here, this is my favorite scene of the whole book. He tells her he loves her and he he tells her his whole heart. And it's so cute because he takes both of her hands and his hands are like shaking. Like he's so nervous to tell her that he loves her. And before anything can happen, there's like a scream they hear in the distance. And and so they're like, what's going on? And someone's calling for Peter. And they're like, there's a scandal. There's a scandal. And they're like, what are you talking about? And they're like, you need to come. Georgiana kissed Sir Ronald in the middle of the ball to create while they were dancing to create this whole scene, and so Amelia's like, What? Oh my goodness. She runs and she tries to find her sister, and Clara's in this other room sobbing,
1: like crying and so heartbroken. <laughs> and Mrs. Demsworth is like, I'm so sorry, I don't know. Like And Amelia's like, it's basically my parents' situation all, all over, over again. again. Yes. And then you're like, Oh, cause Georgiana made it, it yes. like a weird kind of reaction when it so, was first told. Well, they so then they they they're like, Let's get out of here. There's
0: there's so much scandal happening, and I'm so embarrassed. I just want to go back. So they go back and as soon as they get back to the Demsworth's house, they go into the room and they like, have the servant, like, we need to start packing. We're leaving first thing in the morning. Cause Amelia, she writes a letter to David Pendleton and, and agrees to marriage. She's like, well, we, she's like, I'm sorry for the short notice, but we're coming. Yeah, like <laughs> we are coming <laughs> right we're now. We're coming and we're getting married cause they can't stay there. If he's getting married to Georgiana, they can't stay there. They need to leave they have nowhere to go. So she's like, I agreed to the mismarriage. So Clara's brokenhearted. She's sobbing. She gives a letter to her, her maid and is like, we need to give this to David as soon as possible. And we need to pack our things. And so they're they're so sad. And that's the only option that they have because Georgiana is going to marry Sir Ronald. And so as they're going to bed, she can't sleep and she decides to go out. And she goes out and she hears loud voices coming from one of the rooms. So she goes into the room and she sees Georgiana and she's like, how dare you? Like, how dare you do that? And she, Georgiana pretty much says, well, you're, like, your parents, you know, their scandal. And, and they she,
1: had a happy marriage. They have a happy
0: marriage. And so she pretty much like talks about how like she was trying to create a scandal so she could get with sir ronald so sir ronald's like beside himself like he's been pulling on his hair and he looks like his eyes are all red like he's just like so he's like i'm so sorry it's just like they pretty much come to the point and, she, and he's, he's like tell clara, tell clara I'm, I'm so sorry, so sorry. And she was do you love her and then he's like yes i love her so much more than anything. And then she's like, well, it's not too late. And he goes, really? Amelia's like, if you want to like, he goes, do I have your blessing? And she goes, yes, if you love her, you have my blessing. And so he turns to Peter and Georgiana and he's like, I'm sorry, but I cannot go through this marriage. I'll give you a thousand pounds. And he's like, keep your money, Demsworth. Good luck. And then, he's like i wish you good luck and georgiana's just, just crying and peter's just like, like oh. i know and peter's just like it's fine you'll be fine like, <laughs> he's like trying he peter's also like ashamed yeah. about this whole thing too he's like shaking his head and so ronald sir ronald leaves and goes to clara and Amelia's like well good at least clara and sir ronald can be happy together because she goes upstairs and she hears them like laughing and she's like so happy and the servant's like I tried to stop him the maid's like I tried to stop him Goes no it's okay like goes well do I still need to pack it she's like just pack my things and you know obviously Clara can stay because they're gonna get married Amelia's like well I'm gonna go and watch the sunrise because that was one of the conversations they had she said she wanted to dance all night and watch the sunrise so she's like well I want to watch the sunrise so she goes out and watches the sunrise and Peter arrives and Peter is like I'm so sorry about this whole thing she pretty much talks to him and she's she tells him how she feels about him and he has the letter that she wrote, and, yes, and this part, yeah. this is so cute because, oh, is that my letter to like David Pendleton? And he's like, yes, I found your maid was going to deliver to him. He says, your your maid gave it to me. Well, I took it from your maid, <laughs> so she, it couldn't be delivered. And so he found Amelia, and he's, I love you, like I want you. And so Amelia takes her letter and she rips it and she's like, I want you to, I want us to be together and I want us, and she talk about the life they want to get, have together and they finally kiss and it's so cute. It is such a cute moment. It's a really cute moment. They're so, they're both so happy and they're like, yeah, Georgiana's going to be pissed. <laughs> I like, I, she'll, she'll be, be like, "Right, well, yeah,
1: she'll be fine. She'll be fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so they get together and they finally come back and Clara and Sir Ronald are happy and Amelia and Peter are happy, and they Peter's like, Well, I gotta leave because it's a scandal now. I gotta take my sister out of here. Yeah. So uh,
1: I threw open my mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Peter oh. and Amelia are together. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that came out of nowhere. I don't know where that came from. gosh. Holy <laughs> oh <my> cow. <God. laughs> Do you need some water? Are you okay? <laughs> I don't Oh my gosh. I
0: have a freaking—I
1: don't know what's called <laughs> indigestion. I have
0: problems. <laughs> I was so gross. Was so gross. <laughs> I'm gonna drink some water real quick. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Um, so Peter takes her away, and they have they they set a date for their their own marriage, and she stays at the Um Demsworth house with Clara. They have their wedding. She helps her get their wedding put together, and and so since her and Peter can't see each other, they write each other's back and forth. It's cute because he hires a man specifically just to deliver the letters back and forth for them because it's a, a distance, like it's a far ride. So just so that they can communicate faster with each other, he hires someone <laughs> just for that. I thought that was really cute. And their letters are really. I think that was another favorite part of the book is the letters back yeah, and forth are
1: really cute. They're super cute. They're
0: still like getting to know each other and they're talking about like what's going on and, and they're talking about how they can't wait like until they get married and all stuff. It's really cute and so finally when she goes to see his estate it's like a massive house that is beautiful and and peter's like home this is home like this is your home now oh. and it's so sweet and then that's how it ends is just yeah, through th- the letters through the
1: letters well no that she arrives at the house well yeah and they embrace each other and it's so sweet yeah it ends super cute. And it's actually... I've never seen that before, like, through the letters. The letters was... The part, really was, like, one of my favorite parts of the story. It was really sweet, yeah. Because it was really sweet and the letters Because it fast-forwarded cute. pretty quickly from I think the it was point, a month, right? Like, yeah. Like, a month apart that they were waiting to get married. Yeah, and so. it was, like, you saw what was happening but everything was fast forward instead of just like skipping it and kind of recapping yeah. it. I it was a good was way to pass the time between
0: the two. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was really good for sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's do a review. Okay.
1: What is it? Plot first. What do we think of the plot? Out of, like, five, I'd probably give it, like, a four. I feel like the beginning was really good. In the middle, it dragged a little bit, and then... It, it got when, more interesting for me when David Pendleton came into the picture. Right, when David came and, like... Well,
0: not when he came, but even when the off, when when she spoke with Miss Demsworth and was like, I have a proposition for you, like, you can marry this other guy. When there became a challenge and there was another person in there, like, that picked it up for me.
1: That whole story yeah. became
0: more interesting
1: Yeah, for there to be more of a, oh, it's another conflict, like, that yeah. they had to kind of... And then it happened again, because I felt like it still was... That was obviously, like, a conflict, and, like, I was really interested in that. But then when Georgiana does the scandal, I was like, oh! Oh, I didn't see that coming. I did not see it coming. And it's like, I had thought about it when uh, Amelia's talking about it, and uh, Georgiana kind of makes note of it. Yeah. And then I totally forgot about it. And then the scandal happens, and I was like... Because usually in other books, and, like, what we understand of that society in that time, like, they're getting married. Like, yeah. there's no ifs, ands, or buts there's about There's no it. way so I was out. Like, how are they going to get out of it? Yeah, and it,
0: that was interesting, too, because she's like, because Clara Clara and Sir Ronald, he pretty much says, I don't care. I don't care what they say. Yeah. I want to marry Clara, which is so cute, but it's like, how would you be able to? In that time, yeah. like, that
1: would be a big deal, you yeah, know? Yeah, you kind of be shunned by society. But
0: it, in, in that aspect, it wasn't too believable. For me. Yeah. I would give the plot probably uh, between a I would say pro- yeah, I guess I'd say it's a four, just because yeah. it was good. It was good. Um, but the plot overall I would say it's it's good. Yeah. I was I surprised like at the end. It did come together really nicely at the I did like how it wrapped up. So I guess if we're gonna judge the end of the book too, I would rate <laughs> it like a four to a five. Yeah the end of the story because yeah. I feel like it wrapped together and it was believable and it yeah. was cute and it was quick but it was it was good like it was good it was well paced yeah yeah for sure and, and and the letters really helped too the ending yeah I, it was ha I I would say probably
1: four to a five for yeah That yeah for sure what about the romance um I liked Peter yeah I think it was a super cute romance I think I don't see a lot of characters like Peter where like he's like obviously very charming and like funny and stuff but he's also very vulnerable. Yeah. In those moments like he becomes almost shy and I think that was a really cute contrast. That I don't always see in books and stuff, so I really liked his character. Amelia was not generic, but I mean, like I've seen a lot of characters like her. Yeah, you know. So, but yeah. she was she was good. She was fine. So I I would give the romance like a four too. Okay,
0: I would say it was cute. There was some really cute. There's moments. There's
1: a lot of really cute moments that are
0: really sweet that make you kind of just like squeal or like giggle. Yeah, yeah. It though. Yeah, there's some really cute. I think the romance overall was really cute. So I would say yeah, I'd give it a solid four. Overall though, like those are my ratings for all those other things, but overall, and I've told you this too, like, I feel like I, I felt like this book, the whole, the book in its entirety is really light and fluffy. And like there's, for me, I really appreciate more depth and grit. And I felt like this lacked it because there was some deep emotion there, but I don't feel like the author went into it enough for my liking. so. Because of that, I feel like this would be a great book for like middle schoolers. Like it's very light, very, very clean, very sweet, innocent, yeah. all of it. Yeah, middle um, school to like high school is school the target Middle school to high school audience. is the target audience for this book. It's really, it's really good for that target audience. Yeah. Cute. This is cute. It's a fun read. You could read it with your daughters and yeah, like it would sure. be fun to talk about. Yeah. And Peter is so
1: cute and like, it's just cute. I think that's a good word yeah, for it's it. it's just cute because there's not a crazy depth of emotion or... And that's fine. There's really no problem with that yeah, at all. Yeah, that's totally fine. I still loved the book. Yeah. I still thought it was such a cute read. Written very well. Yeah. Um, pacing very d- well done. Like, yeah. those things are hard to They're get. They're all great. Everything yeah. else about it is really fantastic and yeah. it's wonderful. But, yeah. like, it's. But, right, it's a little bit fluffy. And so it's fluffy. So that's about it. That's, yeah. Like, everything else definitely worth a read. Worth a read, definitely if you're in middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. If you're, like, yeah, if you're, like, new to the genre kind of thing, definitely a. Good this one is a read. cute one this yeah. is a cute one yeah and I don't think
0: we said in the last episode that we we think we know the author I don't think we know I don't the think author we know <laughs> now reading it yeah I'm pretty sure we don't know I don't think we know the author <laughs> no I don't know I I, I didn't, yeah I, I haven't Facebook stalked anybody yet but like <laughs> no I'm
1: just kidding I don't <laughs> yet
0: <like that> <laughs> no I don't I really don't think we know or anything like that but still the book is cute and I think it is worth the read Peter's darling he's 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 cute they have cute moments yeah. so Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the book we're going to read next really
1: quick. It's called Cinder. Shannon, you've read this before, and you've told me to read this again and so again. So many years ago. I've read this in, <laughs> I think, high school. It's a series. It's a completed series, thank goodness. It's basically the retelling of Cinderella, Little Red Riding Hood, Rapunzel, and Snow White, but they're, all of these stories are interconnected. It starts with Cinder, and then Little Red Riding Hood, it's Rapunzel, far. and Snow White, but you, you hear about these other characters kind of throughout it, and the whole overarching thing is like you're in this kingdom, and the evil queen- from the snow white story is kind of something they're fighting against the whole time but it's a sci-fi retelling of all these stories because she's a cyborg she's yeah she's part robot like her leg is uh, like robotic and it's so funny when she loses her glass slipper it's her whole leg that just comes (laughs) off (laughs) (laughs) so funny but man i just remember reading this when i was in high school And they just have stuck with me. They're so well written. They're so good.
0: This is so interesting because I'm looking it up. It's Cinder, C I N D E R. It's by Marissa Meyer, M E Y E R. Mm -hmm. And it says on here on Amazon,
1: it says Teachers Pick. So I guess it's yeah. used for schools if a lot of schools it's, are reading Yeah, it. I mean, it's clean and everything. Like, I read it when I was in high school. It's really word, well done. There's romance through all of it, obviously. Oh. There's, there's cute stories. Like, yeah. Also, it's on Kindle Unlimited. So if you have Kindle Unlimited, you can There you go. Never- so read it with us because we're going to – I'm going to reread it. Sarah's going to read it for the first time. I just added it to my Kindle. <laughs> um, and this is the first time you're reading kind of something like sci-fi, right? For sure. And I, um, I've been put off because of that. <laughs> yeah, whole time. you haven't wanted to read it, but I'm like, no just do it I so know. good
0: you guys I'm doing this for you I'm doing this for the
1: podcast because otherwise I would not <laughs> read it I just have no interest in it at all I know, but I mean it's it's a popular book it's not like I'm just like pulling this out of nowhere it's fairly well known oh, I think good. if you don't know about it you should read it so oh my gosh that's so funny I just clicked on it added it to my kindle and instantly the recommended for me updated to all these other like sci-fi kind oh, really? of stories yeah that's, that's hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> Well, so you're going to have to come back for the next episode while we read that one. And it is, yes. I think it's definitely worth it. But well, now we can, will see. Now you can read with us. So read that before the next episode
0: goes out. And hopefully. we'll be like in our
1: own little book club. I know. So yes. fun, guys. All right.
0: Well, thank you for listening with us. I hope you enjoyed this story. Don't forget to follow us at Worth the Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll see you next time when we retell the story of Cinder. And you can decide if it's worth the read. Bye. Bye.